Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Balanced Life Podcast. I'm Justin Tillman, life coach with Balanced Coaching and Consulting, and I'm your host each week as we talk about all things balanced. Um, That's pretty cheesy, but that's the name of the podcast. So anyway, Uh, but this week we're going to talk about self-awareness. Uh, and how important it is, and what it is, and how you can develop self-awareness. So when we talk about self-awareness, we're talking about understanding your thoughts, your feelings, and behaviors. So self-awareness, if we boil it down, is the ability to understand yourself. Hence the name, self-aware. You become aware of yourself. Uh, So you're talking about your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, your understanding them, and how they influence your experiences and your interactions with others. It it really is a crucial aspect of personal growth and development, and it's essential if you're going to create meaningful and fulfilling relationships, if you're going to achieve personal and professional goals, and if you're going to find that inner peace and happiness that you're looking for, if you're going to find that balance that you're looking for. So this week, I want to talk about some benefits of self-awareness, just some individual specific key benefits and why it is so important overall to cultivate this skill. So first of all, uh, self-awareness leads to improved relationships. So when you're self-aware, you have a deeper understanding of your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors and how they impact other people. And that's important because it allows you to communicate much more effectively. You resolve conflicts more easily. And ultimately, you build stronger and healthier relationships. It's hard to build relationships with other people if you don't really know who you are. And if you don't know um, how to handle your emotions and how to handle your behaviors and how they impact other people. Yes, you can have relationships, but they won't be as strong or as healthy as they could be if you were more self-aware. Self-awareness also increases your emotional intelligence. And we'll talk about emotional intelligence in depth another week, but just for this week, self-awareness gives you a better understanding of your emotions and how to regulate your emotions. And that's critical to emotional intelligence. And it's been shown time and time again, emotional intelligence leads to better success in life, leads to more effectiveness uh, in leadership. Uh, It has a a host of benefits. And so having heightened emotional intelligence can lead to improved decision-making, greater empathy for other people, greater compassion for other people, and ultimately a more fulfilling life. And, And that will almost feedback loop on itself to further improve your relationships with other people. Um, If you've got increased emotional intelligence, you can more or less, the best way I know to say it is read the room. You can read body language. You you know what someone is saying by what they're not saying. And that is an incredibly helpful skill because it can help you to understand the communication that's not being verbalized in a setting. Um, And that's a majority of the communication. You know, yes, words come forward, but tone Body language, those things are 80 to 90% of what carries the meaning in a conversation. And so being more self-aware increases your emotional intelligence so that you can become a better communicator. Uh, Increased self-awareness also makes you a better decision maker because it gives you the ability to understand your motivations, 
what's driving you, your values, what's important to you, and your goals. Where are you going? What are you shooting for? What's the end game? And all those are essential for making informed and effective decisions. If you don't know where you're going, if you don't know um, what you care about, what's important to you, and if you don't know what motivates you, um, you're going to have a hard time making good decisions. You're probably going to say yes to some things that you shouldn't be saying yes to and saying no to things that maybe you should have said yes to. Uh, what's likely going to happen is you're going to say yes to a lot of things um, and not say no to anything. And I can say that from personal experience. I have a real hard time with that. Um, I've had to build greater self-awareness so I can make better decisions. I've had to get clear on what is my motivating factor in life? What motivates me? What are my core values? What do I stand for? What's important to me? And what do I want my life to look like? Um, because that will help me make those good decisions. That will help me determine what to say yes to and what to say no to. As the, as the cliche goes, say yes to the best and no to the rest. So being more self-aware will help you to do that. Self-awareness also increases um, personal growth and development. It's a key component of, of growth and development because it allows you to understand and work through your challenges and limitations. Again, self-awareness is all about knowing yourself. And so if you know what your strengths are, you know what your weaknesses are, you know what your limits are, then you're going to be much more prepared to address those challenges and those limits when they show up because you're prepared for them. You know they're coming. Um, and you can make decisions about where you want to grow, how you want to develop based off your own knowledge of yourself and where your growth points are. Now, because if you don't know where you're weak, if you don't know where you're limited, if you don't know where you have challenges, then you could waste a lot of time trying to grow and develop in an area that's already a strength of yours when you'd probably be much better served to try and grow and develop in an area where you're not so strong. Uh, where you might have a few more limitations, where it might be a little bit more of a challenge for you. So with self-awareness, you can identify patterns of behavior and thoughts that might be holding you back towards working towards positive change. Uh, part of personal growth and development is that growth mindset. You may have heard that term before, and that's just simply saying with a growth mindset, you don't see yourself, your traits as fixed. You see them as malleable. They can be improved upon. And that's that's juxtaposed to a fixed mindset, which says, my traits are carved in stone. I can't change. What's the point? Um, so with self-awareness, you can identify those negative thought patterns. You can identify that fixed mindset that's holding you back and work towards that growth mindset so that you can grow and develop in the areas that you want to grow and develop in. And most of the time, we want to grow and develop in areas where we're maybe weaker. Uh, we've identified this is something that I could work on. This is an area I could grow in. And so you're not going to know that if you're not self-aware. That's the importance of building self-awareness. Self-awareness also increases resilience. Uh, when you're self-aware, you have a greater understanding of your strengths and your weaknesses, and that allows you to build resilience and better cope with things as they come at you. You know, By being more self-aware, you can develop the skills and strategies to overcome those obstacles and bounce back from setbacks. Um, because you know, you're self-aware, you know what your strengths are, you know what resources you have, and you know what resources you don't have, uh, and where you're going to need to draw from, from other people to help you. Um, and that kind of goes back to that personal growth and development piece. If you know 
what you're capable of and you know where you struggle in a particular area, you're going to be more apt to seek help in those areas where uh, you might struggle. You're going to be more apt to seek help in those areas where you might not have the necessary resources um, to respond if something were to happen in that area of your life or if, if a challenge were to crop up um, with those particular set of circumstances. So self-awareness is a critical aspect of personal growth and development, and it's essential, like I said earlier, if you're going to create a meaningful and a fulfilling life, if you're going to have meaningful relationships, if you're going to achieve those personal and professional goals, and if you're going to find that inner peace and happiness that you're looking for. Because you got to know yourself. you got to know who you are before you can work on yourself. Um, it kind of goes, it reminds me of... Um, when Jesus talked about the, the log in our own eye. Um, take out the log in your own eye, be self-aware before you address the speck in your brother's eye. And I think so many times we are quick to tell other people, we are very other aware, <laughs> and we're quick to tell other people what they need to work on uh, and where they may have, might have some weaknesses and where they have some behaviors or some emotions they need to deal with. But we're not as quick to look internally and um, identify our own uh, set of issues. And so how do we do that? I want to talk a little bit about how we cultivate self-awareness. So one of the ways, uh, or the primary way you can cultivate self-awareness is to pray about it. Ask the Lord to show you where you might have some weak points in your life. Ask Him to show you uh, where you need to grow, where you need to develop. Um, Ask Him to just give you an honest assessment of your life. it's, you know, he, he promises to do that. He, you know, if we ask, Jesus said in Matthew 7, 7, ask, seek, and knock, uh, and it'll be given to you. But we got to take time to do that. You got to um, ask the Lord to help you identify um, where your pain points are. Another thing you can do is practice mindfulness. And I want you to hear me out on this. I'm not talking about uh When people hear the term mindfulness, they often think of a mystical kind of Eastern meditation thing, but that's not what I'm talking about. And I'm saying mindfulness, not mindlessness. And that's Eastern meditation is emptying your mind of things. With mindfulness, that's the the opposite of what we're doing. In mindfulness, we're trying to really connect and be present in the moment and pay attention to our thoughts and our emotions. So when you practice mindfulness, you're taking time to sit and process what's going on in your life in that moment. And when you do that, you become more aware and you're able to almost be like a third-party observer of your thoughts and feelings. Um, Now, when you do this, if you're practicing mindfulness, it's also important to withhold judgment because what you're not trying to do is determine if a feeling is good or bad, if a thought is good or bad. That's not it at all. All you want to do is recognize that you're having the thought, that you're having the feeling, and you want to be able to name it. Um, there's a great tool to help you do this. You can easily find it online. Uh, just look up the feeling wheel. Some people call it the emotion wheel, and it's just this big pinwheel. Uh, and I'll have one on on the website if you want to check it out. But it's this big pinwheel, and it's got all these emotions. Uh, and at the center are the emotions we're we're used to, like angry and fearful and happy and sad. But then as you go out from that wheel, uh, let's let's take angry for example. So I'm I'm feeling angry. Well, there are different ways of feeling anger. You can feel, are you feeling let down? Are you feeling humiliated, bitter, mad, aggressive, frustrated? And then beyond that, 
Are you feeling betrayed or resentful or disrespected or indignant or jealous or hostile or infuriated, numb? Those are all lumped under this bigger umbrella of anger, but betrayal and and disrespect and um, feeling jealous, those are very different uh, ways of feeling angry. And so we really need to name the emotions so we know how to deal with it. And so as you're being mindful, you're practicing mindfulness, that's what you want to do. You want to try to get at what is the emotion you're feeling specifically, because that's what you want to know, because the more specific you are, the more you can address it. Um, and, and write that stuff down. Get you a notepad out. Write it down. Keep it next to you or keep a little pad in your pocket. And as you're going throughout the day and you remember to practice mindfulness, stop and say, how am I feeling right now? And, and, and write it down and use, use the feeling wheel if you want to. You can also reflect on your past experiences. So reflecting on life experiences really can help develop your self-awareness because um, it, can, it can show you how you've responded in the past. So think back on things that have happened to you in your life, good or bad, and how did you respond? So get out a piece of paper, write them down, and see, as you're writing down, just keep going. Almost do like a brain drain of past experiences. Uh, good, like I said, good and bad, how you were feeling, Grab that feeling wheel if you need to and write down what you were feeling and what was going on. And as you write that stuff down, when you're done, go back and look at that piece of paper and reflect on it. See if you can identify any patterns of behavior or any emotions that stick out because this is a great exercise to identify behavioral habits that you might have, um, to identify uh, what really pushes your buttons or what really energizes you because that's the point of self-awareness. You're not just identifying the bad things. You want to know um, what energizes you, but you also want to know, um, what brings you down, where your difficult points are, where your triggers are, for lack of a better term. Um, so once you do that, the next thing you want to do is get feedback from other people. Uh, Ask others to help you as you develop this self-awareness. Sometimes, you know, we're not the best judge of ourselves and we either cut ourselves too much slack or we're overly critical of ourselves. So find a trusted friend or a family member who is willing to partner with you in this exercise and and ask them what they think and ask them to be honest. You know, perhaps share your reflection list when you when you just went back and you were reflecting on life experiences. Share that list with them and see if they can validate any of the patterns you notice. If if you notice a pattern of behavior or an emotion, and then they look at it and say, yeah, I, I've seen that in you too, chances are you've done a fair assessment of yourself. Um, and this can be painful. It's not easy, but it's important. And sometimes the important things are not easy to do. But like, that's why it's important. Find somebody you 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 know, you trust, um, who's you know is going to be lovingly honest with you and lovingly truthful with you. I wouldn't suggest doing this exercise with somebody that doesn't like you and that you don't like. Uh, it's probably not getting that very well. Next thing you can do is journal. Uh, journal, I've tried this off and on throughout the years. When I have done it, it's been super effective. Um, I know a lot of people really get a lot out of journaling. Some don't like it so much, but it can be helpful in developing self-awareness. So it's, it's a lot similar to the reflecting on past experiences, but with journaling, you're focused on the here and now. So you're almost keeping an emotional inventory each day. So get you a little notepad, get you a piece of paper. If you want to go buy you a nice fancy moleskin or whatever, that's fine. But get you something that you can write in and just keep an emotional inventory. Write down what you're feeling and what's happening to make you feel that way. And then 
Go back to the feelings wheel. Be as specific as you can. And if you do this long enough, you're going to see patterns develop in the moment. And you're also going to become very aware of how you tend to respond in particular situations. And this works really great for those negative emotions or those bad feelings of, of anger or, or things like that. Because now that you're aware of what triggers you and how you respond, you can be prepared. Uh, I have seen this in my life. When, when I do this, when I take time to think, all right, when do I get angry? What makes me angry? Um, or what makes me sad, what makes me depressed, then as I move forward in my day, I can either avoid those things or when someone does something to make me upset, I'm self-aware. So I can pause for a second and go, all right, Justin, don't get angry. (laughs) Um, You know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they didn't mean it that way. Maybe you're misunderstanding. And it gives me a chance to pause and develop some emotional maturity and not just jump to whatever that emotion might be that I would typically jump to. And again, you want to always invite God into this exercise with you. You know, He knows you better than you know yourself. He made you. He wired you to be exactly who you are. And He's more aware of you than you are aware of you. <laughs> he, is, he is more aware of who you are than you could ever hope to be. You could do these self-awareness practices your entire life, and you won't know yourself as good and as well as God knows you. So ask Him to give you insight into yourself and reveal things to you that you need to know. Like David did in Psalm 139.23, ask God to search you and make known to you your heart, the things of your heart, so that you can grow deeper in awareness of who you are uh, and how God's wired you. So those are just a few things you can be doing to practice self-awareness. If, I'd love to know maybe if you're practicing self-awareness, uh, if you have some mindfulness practices, what, what are you doing to make yourself more self-aware? Um, I'd love for you to shoot me an email. Uh, you can go on the blog. Uh, you can post on Facebook, anywhere. Just, um, just, just let me know. Like, I, I want to know what you're doing, uh, and I'd be great if you could do it where other people can see it because we can learn from each other. So that's what I wanted to focus on this week: self-aware. Just a couple things that um, you can do to make yourself more self-aware and practice those things. And as you do that, uh, you're going to see your emotional intelligence increase. You're going to see the quality of your relationships increase. And I guarantee you're probably going to see your overall mood increase because you're going to feel a little bit more in control of yourself, which is always a great feeling. So uh, if you're interested in learning more about this, again, like I said, visit the website. Uh, If you're interested in some coaching around this area, reach out to me, balancedcc.com, or you can email me at justin.tillman, and that's T-I-L-G-H-M-A-N at balancedcc.com. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. But I'd love to talk to you uh, and see if I might can help you grow in this area. Um, but feel free to reach out. And as always, keep living that balanced life. Uh, I hope you have uh, enjoyed the podcast so far. I know this is only two episodes in. But if you would, if you haven't already, please subscribe. I'd love for you to keep up with me. And I'd love to keep up with you. So subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my mailing list on the website so that you can stay in touch. I I do send out things occasionally that I think are helpful. I promise you that if you sign up for the the mailing list, I will only send you things that I believe are of value to you. I'm not going to spam you. I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) Um, So I'm only going to send things to you that I think are helpful and that I think are going to add value to your life. So I'd encourage you to sign up there too. Uh, And give this podcast a five-star rating if you don't mind, because I would love for other people to have access to it and to know about it so that um, other people can grow to have more balanced lives. They can have a greater sense of purpose and fulfillment. But again, 
keep living that balanced life. Uh, I keep striving for what God has for you, for his best for you. And as always, I appreciate you listening in and we'll talk again next week.